Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Hump Day edition of the Donna and Steve Experience. On my job, 107.1, everything entertainment. Dawn just had a story in her Dirt Alert about a couple who's celebrating 75 years together. His name is Ulysses. Oh, wonderful. So that got me thinking, huh. You don't hear that name a lot. You don't. So I wanted to see what the origin of the name is. Oh, and what do we have? It means to hate. Okay. No. Wrathful. <laughs> oh, Hater. Boy. What? Who would name their kid that then? You would think it would be like based on, you know, Ulysses from, you know, like Greek the Greek. Myths. Yep. Yes. Yep. Now, meanwhile, mm-hmm. what does the name Mary Sue mean? My Aunt Mary Sue. Sue Bird just texted in. She's from West Virginia and said, see, Beautiful things do happen in West Virginia. 75 years of marriage. She's constantly trying to defend the state because we, I'm from Pennsylvania. Remember, Pennsylvania is neighbor states with West Virginia. You know, I never knew that because when I think of Pennsylvania, I think East Coast. I think that side of Pennsylvania. Sure. Yeah. Pennsylvania is a wide state. And so we we are right, but there is a part of Pennsylvania that is right below New York City. Right. There is a part of Pennsylvania that is right beside Ohio. Right. And it's so it's, it's sort so of. So I think so it's weird. a tri-state area. You know, New uh, Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York. There's a phrase they say a lot back home. Huh? Connecticut. Tri-state area. You know what? I will be flying into Pittsburgh. What um, are you talking about? And then going about? through Ohio and then going to West Virginia. Exactly what you're talking about. Oh, there's November a ghost 8th somewhere. And the 9th. Yeah. There's a ghost somewhere. All right, where'd somebody die? Where'd you find bones that you want to check for the spirit? What I'm are you going, going on for? a great trip with a bunch of paranormal investigators to Moundsville Penitentiary in West Virginia. It's a haunted prison. Wow. Some people state? say the whole state is a penitentiary. <laughs> That's a West Virginia joke. That's good. You know, my nephew went to school in in your neck of the woods, too. Oh, how lovely. It's, uh oh gosh, what's it called? I'll get back to you, but it's near Pittsburgh. All right, then I'll tell the old story quick before I tell you about my Waynesboro? eventful. Waynesboro? Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's where he went. Um, okay. When you're in the Pittsburgh International Airport, the courtesy phones are now the color white. But for 20 years, they were they were royal blue. And the reason for that is my dad, Kev Dog, uh, worked on setting up the telecommunications system in the Pittsburgh International Airport. It was this big deal. And so wow. then they said, all right, it's courtesy phone day. He called my mother, Jane, and he said, Jane, what color would you like the courtesy phones to be? And she said, how about like royal blue? That's her favorite color. And sure enough, they became royal blue. And Are they you were for kidding 20 years. me? 
gosh. Yeah. There should be a plaque with the history of the phones at the <laughs> oh airport. Oh my gosh, I That's love right. that. That is such a cool That's story. Cute. I came up in royalty. That's really a sweet story. <laughs> Last night was terrible. What happened? So bad. Very bad. Did you make your parents watch that horrible squid, squid game? game. <gasps> no, I watched. An, they, I watched another home show with them, Boise Boys. They wanted to show me another home remodeling show. Pretty entertaining show, by the way. Nice, uh, nice couple of dudes there. Very different from one another. One guy you just wouldn't think is going to be. One guy doesn't look like he's from Central Casting, but it's this lovely personality. He's great. Anyway, Boise Boys. Um, so so Dev, our little guy, has RSV. Which is this not fun sickness, this respiratory thing that, that kids get. It always goes around. But this year, it's particularly bad. Particularly, uh, it seems to be impacting people and stuff like that. So anyway, he got tested for it a, uh, eight days ago, maybe seven days ago. So he's like on day eight. But it's, it's lasting longer. And any parents or grandparents uh, who, who watch Little Ones who have encountered this, you know it's just sort of annoying because it just keeps going. And you have to catch it. You have to watch it because, it, like any sickness, yeah. can get serious where you have to take them to the Especially hospital. Especially if they have a high back. fever and all that, yeah. So he's been able to avoid a, a high fever to this point, um, or if it, really a fever of any sort. But last night, he's been miserable the last two nights. The last two nights of sleep for my bride and I, have not been great because we've had to at some point bring Dev into the bed with us, oh, and then it's baby. constant. Uh, uh, oh, like um, guys, every honey. every like two minutes, it's like there's a sound, and then he calms down, and then you reach over, you're you super tired, hand you pat him. Or, yeah. So at one point, I say, you know what? Maybe we should try to get him some some Tylenol. He does not like taking Tylenol even a little bit. He has uh, he has problems with reflux and stuff like that. He'll take these other things that he has to take these little medications very easily. Tylenol. Grape flavored, strawberry flavored, for whatever reason, hates it. So it's really, really tough. You have to slowly give it to him or he starts spitting it out. Sure enough, we're giving it to him. Okay, it's okay. I'm holding him, Lou's administering it, a little bit at a time, a little bit, and then we just hear, <coughs> and sure enough, oh, no, Steve. a full spit up situation. Oh, no. I turn on my clock. It is all of 2.15 in the morning. Mm. Now we are cleaning up, spit up from the bed. We are changing his jammies. We have mm-hmm. to just get uh, him out of the, the sleep sack. He's You're now in new jammies. Tired. We do the whole thing. Then we bring him back in, and he is really upset because he just, you know, spit up at 2.15. And the first four hours of sleep have been terrible. I cannot stress it up. Just so terrible. So then it's 2.30, and we put on a movie. This is why we watched a movie last night at 2.30 in the morning. B movie, aforementioned. Oh, fun. it was an old standby. We turned on Netflix, and so my my wife starts in. Do you want to watch B movie? And he sort of like nods his head slowly. Aww. So we put that on, and uh, as tired as we were, and as just you just want him to be feeling better. He's just so so uncomfortable these last four, five, six oh days. Oh my god! Um, I said to my wife, she said, "Oh, I'm sorry." Knowing like I'm getting up for work, she said, "You know, I could take him down downstairs, but I don't want to wake your parents up with the TV oh, on." I yeah. said, "No, no, no, actually." It feels kind of cozy having B-Movie on in the middle of the night. You hear Aww. all of the wonderful animation soundtrack. You want to you wanna try to find the silver lining when you're up in the middle of the night watching, yeah. starting a movie at 2.30. He watched the whole thing. His eyes were awake the whole time calmly. It calmed him down. Aww. That and the medicine, the perfect cocktail. And, uh, and we watched the whole thing. And then she went to put on something else. And I said, why don't we just try turning the TV off now? Yeah, it's How like three forty-five. Oh, I don't know, it's Lord. like a ninety-minute movie. Oh no, so why don't ninety we just turn minutes of B movie. Yeah, 
That's too long. No, it's great. You gotta watch it. Fifty minutes for kid movies. That's it. That's it. Max out at fifty. I want regulations from Donna Valentine. But then the morning gets off to this bad start because that's happening all night. Then I get this new phone. Have not transferred my alarms. Forget to have the everyday six a.m. alarm, so I have to manually set it. Uh Didn't do it last night. I look over in the morning and it is seven thirty, seven twenty nine, and I was like, "Gosh, are you kidding me?" So then I quickly get pants on, sweatshirt, Weird. brush my you teeth, so run fresh. downstairs, and then grab coffee. And my parents said, we almost came up. We were getting a little bit worried, but we didn't you know, want to be overreaching as parents right. staying at your house. Like, Steve, wake <laughs> up, time for work. <laughs> right. So then it was just a f- crazy start. And they're fine. Okay, good. Oh, my god. Just a little bit of my story. I'm trying to be vulnerable. Are you going to tell that on Twin Cities Live? Do I have to relive it again at 3 o'clock? <laughs> oh, are you going to be on today? I'm going to be on today. I don't know. No. I don't know what I'm going to say today. Oh. Just going to let it come to You're me. on every day, right? No, I, I was asking Donna. I yeah. thought you meant in oh, person. No, you were going no. to have to. No, I just meant if I have the TV on. Oh. Oh, do I have to listen to this crap again? Yeah. Donna once <clears> did come on after I told a story here. She guest hosted that day. And yeah. then I put the TCL story up on Instagram. And everyone was like, why is your co-host look so uninterested? I know. In like, story? I heard the story already. Here, she's tired of it. All right. All we got to right. go. We got to um, go. <laughs> it's a Wednesday. Millennial X Games at 1130. College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 1030. Yeah. Uh, also, the latest on Squid Game coming up at 930. But first. Can you figure this out? There's no expiration date on this food. Things that make you go, huh? Coming up next. This food will never go bad, ever. And you probably have it at home. Think you know what it is? We'll tell you about it when we come back. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071, everything entertainment. And fun facts, too. Things that make you go, there's no expiration date on this. Okay, I'm It's the guess. only quote-unquote food. Food is a bit of a misnomer. Only quote-unquote food that can actually last forever. Okay, I'm... You, you have it. I'm going to... Please let, allow me to have three guesses. Hang on, I checked with the judges. Should we give a three? Affirmative. Yes, okay. Uh, sour cream. It's that already sour. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like the yogurt already yogurt turned. Yogurt was the next yeah. guess. No, over to cottage cheese. You went all dairy. Uh, you okay. went dairy for things that don't <laughs> I know, expire. Okay. I was just playing around. Donathan, I will turn now to you. You get an opportunity. The only thing that you very likely have in a, I'll tell you this, you probably, it's not in your refrigerator, right? Okay. It doesn't need to be refrigerated, right. shelf stable. Um, you have it as spatially as a baker. Oh, flour? Not flour. How about popcorn? baking soda? Oh, popcorn. That's a good guess. Kernels. Yeah, when the kernels must last forever, right? Right, right, right. Uh, um, sugar. <sighs> We're gonna give you half a point on that oh. one. Out of kindness, there is no expiration date on honey. Oh, oh yeah! It's the only some food out. that can, it's the only food that can last forever. So yeah, now but it you gets know. all that crunchy. On, it gets. We're talking about survival situation here. Yeah, uh, we're not. Oh, okay, I'm gonna sorry. put it in my bug out bag. <laughs> <laughs> Take it with you on okay. that trip out to Ohio to the penitentiary <laughs> oh, where you're looking for ghosts. Just you, just everybody else has a flask. You're just sucking on some old bear honey. Okay, survival. But how do you get the the? How do you get it to be liquidy again when it gets put it hard? in the microwave? Okay. You can always do that. Yeah, I just heated up some. Uh, honey the other day so that I could e- easily slather Ew. it on oh. it on ribs. Oh. oh my gosh. 
Dawn, I heard hey. you talking about food this morning, and I was like, wow, she's being a real trooper. Speaking of which, we should talk about gravy. Yeah. Yeah. Young gravy. I didn't say savory gravy, though. <laughs> that would have been over the line. I, the description of the food. It's, it's got it. Yeah, yeah I, I noticed like. you were kind of being careful. You weren't saying it, it was like well, this creamy <laughs> gravy. You were like, brown <laughs> gravy. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about descriptive terms yesterday because, Don, my mother. Uh, decided to, she heard me talk about on, on this show at some point, um, mayonnaise, adding mayonnaise to a, to really make a decadent chocolate cake. So Duke's oh. mayonnaise doesn't have any sugar in it. She got her own mayonnaise and she put in the, the copper. She followed some mayonnaise recipe for yeah. chocolate cake mm-hmm. and it really makes it decadent and moist. Nobody likes moist. Yep. So then, hang on. We started looking up synonyms. <laughs> yeah. So maybe you would like it if instead of it being a moist chocolate cake, what if we said, Oh, that is very clammy. (laughs) You could also say another synonym that the thesaurus gave us was, oh, this cake is so moisture laden. Hmm? Oh, can I say it like a German, though? Moisture laden. Yes, that's like Lederhosen. That's great. Okay. um, Why are you looking at me all weird when I'm saying mayonnaise? You're saying it weird. I'm saying mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. You're like, you're saying mayonnaise. No, it's, I say mayonnaise. (laughs) I say mayonnaise. Don't. I am. You don't do what you do. <laughs> mayonnaise. Yeah, mayonnaise is definitely going to be a New Jersey thing. I say mayonnaise. 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 Can you pull it up, Don? Could we get a Google oh, pronunciation yeah, for this? It. But yep. what about the O-N that comes I, before the A's? Oh, so now suddenly we're going to start respecting all the letters in words, <laughs> pneumonia? Look, I don't know. I didn't make the rules. <laughs> Column. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Does it count as a swear word if you pronounce the N at the end? Uh, probably not. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Uh-oh, oh. let's hear her again. Mayonnaise. Yeah, she's saying mayonnaise. Oh, mayonnaise, not no, mayonnaise. She, actually, she is saying it the way Donna. I'll slow it down. Oh. Okay. Oh, play. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. I say mayonnaise. I say like it's mayonnaise. okay. You do you, man. What's the British one? Oh, nice. Mayonnaise. 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 Could you give me that with some mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. I remember when my brother and I were at a, uh, uh, we were in London for the for the premiere of the movie Avatar. Neither of us had ever been to London, and we just thought this is incredible. So we're there. And you went to see a movie. Did you go to London to see the movie? What it was it? Well, we looked up. We looked up a showtime at the Shakopee Cinema. They were filled. So we were like, what about London? No, we were. I was. I went there to 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 cover the the premiere of the movie for real. Okay. very so, good headline. Sorry about okay. that. Yeah, so we were there, <laughs> and uh, we we go to London, and mayonnaise reminds me of reminds me of we looked at a menu, sat down for lunch, and it said a sandwich, blah 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 blah, served with or without gherkin. Gherkin. And then so my brother was like, uh, "Excuse me, could you um, what is?" Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What is a gherkin? A pickle. A pickle. It's a pickle. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, you can put the gherkin on there. And why don't you just call it a pickle? You know, the food there was really terrible They're when I was there. I think now, just like everywhere, you know, people are, you know, you've got better chefs everywhere in major cities. But sure. when I went there, I ordered lasagna and it came in like this. I could see it. And it was almost like it was inside of soup. Like it was just this brothy thing on the what? bottom. It had cucumbers in it. I'm like, oh. what is this? Mm. It's the weirdest stuff. Just always stick to the fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> I loved being in London. I did, too. It was great. So fun. They really love all of their international um, chefs that they have there. They rely a lot on going to have a curry, as they call it. Oh, you know, sure. They love yeah. all of their little shish kebab shops, and it's it's very diverse you're something you know? for curry. We oh, have, like we a have, melting pot? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you ever, like, make something green curry at home, but it doesn't really have the same je ne sais quoi as when you get it at a good Thai restaurant? Okay. We had someone making a green curry dish, tofu, of all things, the other day, mm-hmm. Robin Asbell, who comes on Twin Cities Live a lot, and she showed us these, um, oh, Lord, oh, they're called lime leaves. You have to get them generally, like, at a specialty store, lime leaf, but when you smell the lime leaf, which I did immediately... It reminded me of the green curry that I rave about from Nas Thai Cafe in Chanhassen. Oh, the best nice. green curry I've ever had. But lime leaf, we're not cooking with it at home when we make these curries, and we should be. Smell it, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. You can get lime leaf at United Noodle. Things that make you go, hmm. Today is uh, International Noodle Day, by the way. Oh, I bet your bottom dollar. Hey, when we come back, Dawn, I have a gift idea for... Mr. Man. Okay, great. And I want to share it with you and everyone else who is a fan of Squid Game. Coming up next. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. We got to talk Squid Game. Do I need to start watching this again? Well, here's the thing. We, uh, I started, I started watching it. DJ Rock Lobster started watching it. You watched an episode were as you should be. Deeply disturbed by what we saw. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. the, the violence. I haven't finished. I'm only like at the beginning of episode five. The violence at the beginning of the first episode or midway through the first episode is very jarring. It is yes. a lot. So I understand why you responded. Yeah. Like it starts did. off like slow and steady. Doop de doop de doo. Doop de doo. Okay. I'll play this game. And then that's how like the episode ends is with this game that is just. A lot of people get eliminated in very dramatic fashion from red light, green light. And it's a lot to take in. It's very Tarantino in its glorification of violence. Yes. And it's it feels like it's got like that dystopian kind of 
thing to it. Mm-hmm. it. It reminds me a little bit of The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, is incredibly disturbing. Maybe I just don't have any more room for for that type of storytelling or programming. But I hate to keep using the word like perverse, but there's something about it that makes me feel like the people who are in charge of these games are getting some kind of thrill out of seeing people being eliminated and then to tie it into like this innocent innocence of children's games mm-hmm. and that giant lady doll in the first episode the red light green light doll there's something about it that red just light. yeah oh man that's creepy and then it's yeah. creepy I, I i keep describing it in two words which is disturbing compelling and and i i generally don't watch this kind of stuff um but it's it's intriguing and by now that i'm like five episodes in i do want to see how the story ends i will say though you know from one episode to another when you think you're sort of desensitized to the glorification of violence yeah when they introduce another sort of violence you're like oh good lord that seems aggressive oh no i see i can't and then there's you know dawn how far into squid game are you now i'm halfway through the sixth episode okay and i am i cannot wait to watch all of it i love it because not because of the violence i always think about wow this is going to be tough for some people to see this um it's just it makes me think it's like a morality tale. Mm-hmm. It's a, but yes. it's also like just about society and just how we treat people. Um, and and I think it's resonating with people right now because of the state of the world. Yeah, you know, there's a real difference between the upper upper class and then yeah, you know, the lower class. And and who are you going to help when it's on the line? Like. Are you going to to save your life? What choice are you going to make? And that's what's interesting to me. So I try to focus on that. Well, there's something per- peculiar, too, um, that happens in the third episode, mm-hmm. maybe, where you think everyone is just going to be at the mercy of the games. Mm-hmm. And then you realize one thing happens oh. that unleashes a new, a new constant threat. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, well, this is a problem. Yes, I I I mean, and then the the third game. I hate to talk and code like this. I just yeah. don't want to ruin it for anyone, but that game, I was on the airplane watching that mm-hmm. and I was like moving in my seat. I couldn't stop. I was so nervous and I was really really just absolutely It ratchets up the tension, man. I mean, I've never Wow. Wow. I, I could not passively sit there. I was so uncomfortable. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Dawn, did you happen to hear us talking about that TikTok user who is fluent in Korean? No. So there's I put a, a link in there for okay. you. We talked about this yesterday at 11 o'clock and she is Korean uh, or speaks Korean. She's American, but speaks Korean. Sure. And okay, she I see this. She is so mad at the translation because she's like, you're not watching the same story that someone who speaks Korean is watching because they're screwing up things like 
like there's one character. What's the girl's name, Steve? She's kind of a gangster. Uh, she's the one who develops somewhat of a romance for the bad boy, Don. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, well, uh, uh-huh. apparently she's got some dialogue that's very important, but it's being botched. I see, okay. Because the translators are underpaid and overworked and producers don't appreciate their art, so they don't care. So if she's saying, what are you looking at? It is being translated to um, go away. Yeah, but I think that, I and I, I heard her argument, and I'm sure there's there's validity to it. Sure. I, I think what it means is there's probably one other layer of richness and depth with historical context baked into some of the written dialogue in Korean that we are missing out on. Right. But as I said yesterday, uh, the gunshot is universally translated. And that is, you understand the main thematic thing that's happening. Even though I I listened to it with an English dub with subtitles on, and the English dub does not match the, the, the translation. The, the, yeah, and it's like, oh, kinda, so we keep watching. We're like, yeah, that's kind of, oh boy, yet again, not the same, but sort of the same yeah. meaning. But I feel like you still are going to get shaken to your core no matter. Okay. All right. Well, there is some really fun Squid Game merchandise. Because listen, this is going to become the most popular uh, show on Netflix ever. It's going to surpass um, um, Queen's Gambit. Did he really think this? Yeah, yeah. Um, or was that on? HBO I don't think Max, Queen's no. Gambit was on Netflix, but Stranger Things. Oh, wow. Bridgerton. Oh, so this is prob- probably because of the international appeal for this. But anyway, so there's some new merch, and you can customize some of it. Yes, Steve will get this linked up on the show links page for there. you. Um, I need you guys to explain a few of these to me. Okay. Okay, four, five, six, that must be the guy's number. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The main character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then there, are you seeing any He's of this the stuff? Last guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a little house that looks like a cassette tape underneath it, mm. or a triangle, a circle. Then there's all these like figures. Well, the, sh- the shapes mean something, and like the shapes on these masks, too. I wonder if we're going to see this at Halloween. People yeah. doing Squid oh, Game costumes. Gosh. Are you kidding me? Oh, I sure. totally thought that. Um, you know, like there's this mask, and the mask, depending on the shape that the mask has, it refers to your where you are in the hierarchy the rank. of the, oh. the, the so game So a circle, managers. a triangle, and a square. Yeah. I see. Got it. And then that square represents the arena, probably, and people on each side. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, they have to play tug tug of war. Oh boy, that yeah. game. Oh, is... no, that's the one that I watched on the airplane. Okay, that's Man. why I was moving in my seat and I could not. Oh no! Tug of war I mean, uh, was you saw that? But once? I also yes. was so thrilled and then disturbed by my because I wanted that team to win. Yes. And I was so like, I the fact that they figured out a way to do this mm-hmm. or, you know. Makes you totally change your strategy for the next oh family reunion that you play like, tug of war at. I was no thrilled. Kidding. I liked an underdog story. Yeah, you're thrilled, but then you realize. But then you realize what the consequences are. Exactly. So then I felt bad. And then <laughs> yep. I was like, oh my God, He's, I can't wait to watch another episode. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So the people. You got to get back in, Donna. The people in the red. Yes. Jumpsuits. Yes. 
are those players or those, bad guys? Those are those are quasi bad guys. Those are game managers. So there's a, there's a game leader, this boss, this masked man who we haven't seen his identity be behind all of this, it seems. And then he's got these minions, these guys in red, who are the enforcers of game rules. And they manage all of the players. Um, but then at some point you do find out that they are just people inside of these really intimidating, interesting, uh, opaque costumes that they're okay. wearing, which just ratchets up the intrigue. But then you realize, oh, it's just them. But boy, they put the mask on and you're like, there's this intimidation about them. And then anytime they come out, the music, dun, 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 they have this, the score for Squid yeah, Game so good. is so, so twistedly understated. Okay. And when they start that game, they always play the Blue Danube song. Yes. Yes. What's the, uh, one of the, one, in fact, during Red Light, Green Light, which, which we all saw the first episode of Squid Game, they play, there's some old standard from the American songbook that is in the background. Oh, really? As a bunch of players are getting eliminated. They're, it's interesting. It's, they're doing something with us, right? They just keep messing with you instead of like ratcheting up intense, Scary music that makes you feel more frightened. Right, right. They're doing like some diff- it's it's just really whimsical yeah. music. Yeah, it's so bizarre. But anyway, check out the merchandise. It is pretty cool. It's sold on Netflix, right? Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, I... it's. Uh, let me just see. Oh, yeah, it's on Netflix dot shop. I have people. Yeah, we got it linked up to. You can go to Don and Steve Show Links page and check it out there. I just wish that it was the old days of the internet where you got on, into chat rooms and discussed things yes. instead of just looked at pictures on Instagram. Right. Social media has kind of ruined the internet. You yeah. Know, when yeah, it comes yeah, yeah. to like, okay, I'm gonna now do. I'm an influencer, and now I'm gonna wear a Squid Game costume instead of talking about sure what it means. Hey, good right. thing there's still radio. Right? Yeah, yeah. We are the best. By the way, oh. d- this kind of we has... Gonna chant, me right? too, I was clapping. Yeah? yeah? Um, this kind of also has a Hunger Games Very feel much so. to yes. it. Hunger Very Games, so. Handmaid's Tale. It's like if, if Hunger Games did drugs for a while. Because it's like a different... Hunger Games felt PG-13. It was yeah, PG-13. yeah, yeah. This is a hard R. Okay. Earns its ratings. I mean, we heard a kid coming down last week when we were watching Squid Game. Yeah, I mean, I all but I all kids. but ripped the plasma off of the wall. Yeah, I thought we're gonna have to. Know. I'm gonna have to rip that sucker. Yeah, down. I would yeah, even yeah. say, um, yeah, I would even like nobody. Don't let a 13 year old watch it. Don't let no, you know, like no. honestly, because people are kind of loose with that sometimes. Yes. You yeah, know? I think that's good advice. Not even Dawn. like I don't even know if a 16 year old, like seriously, 18. This plus. feels like it earns the earns the the. Are you know like yes. under seventeen not permitted? Got it. Squid Game is on Netflix, by the way. We got to go. Uh, when we come back, Katie Couric not going to be on the CBS Morning Show, mm-hmm. uh, but she did find a place to promote her new book. She's going back home, and uh, Kanye just did something, and it seems like a joke at first until you hear the second part of the story. We'll explain. See something. Say something. Next on Don and Steve. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment producer Don McLean hanging with us too hello 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 Don and uh, we saw something that we should say something about so hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh 
Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Oh boy, we're going to be hearing Katie Couric's name for a while. All right, we're reading this book, I guess. Uh, yeah, we're reading this. Not as a book club, not Just as a read along. Just on free time, okay. Okay. Just Lucy Goosey. Okay. When's it come out? Let's find October nineteenth. No, I think twenty fifth, twenty sixth. I think we got a ways. We'll oh. forget about it by then. Yeah. Is it, does it really come out in three weeks? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, He's promo- I feel like we're getting excerpts early. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we have to remember they're just excerpts, but. Durop. Durop. Katie Couric um, is going to be promoting her memoir on the Today Show. Oh. Despite the fact. Wow. That she slammed a number of her former co-stars and producers. Um, so she co-anchored the Today Show for 15 years. With Gumby. Alongside Matt Lauer. Well, she was with Brian Gumbel at the beginning, too. You are right. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. This appearance is going to come after... We talked about this yesterday, how CBS scrapped her appearance because some of the producers got an advanced copy of the book, read it, Uh and were like, oh, hey, you'll know. (laughs) So uh, she's going to join Savannah and Hoda uh, in Studio 1A. That's where she sat in the hot seat from 91 to 2006. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that goes <laughs> because, you know, she has just, the excerpts that we've been hearing about are like, she launched an attack on Diane Sawyer. She admitted to sabotaging Ashley Banfield at NBC. She slammed Deb, Deborah Norville, uh, who she replaced on the Today Show. Um, so she's admitting uh, since I've been gone for a little bit here, she's admitting that she did mm-hmm. unsavory things. Wow, that's very brave. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. But then she's also getting criticized because she kind of goes soft on Matt Lauer, admitting that she's heard whispers about his behavior, but doesn't really say much else. Okay. According to, you know, these articles, page mm, six. And- yeah. Hmm. Um, damn, I, I got to read this because if she's real, if this isn't going to be like some puff piece, you know, like some just fluffy, if she's really going deep, sounds like she is. I want to hear it. Uh, yeah, she goes after Jeff Zucker, who is the executive producer of today. Um, yeah, I have a, uh. And she talks about how the Today Show just got soft and the, like, that's another thing she says is we, it was like every day at 735, there was another Lacey Peterson story where it there was, was no new development. No, but they just did it because it rated. <laughs> right. If oh you can't wait for the Katie Couric tell all to come out end of this month, here's another book that you might read in the meantime that was pretty dang good. Top of the morning inside the oh, cutthroat yeah. world of morning TV. Uh, this is by Brian Stelter. I really like this because it documents the debacle that was the Ann Curry experiment oh, on the Today yeah. Show. Yikes. And if you remember that short-lived tenure that she had there, 
and the awkward goodbye with Matt Lauer. Yes. The Today Show had been on top of the ratings for so long. Then GMA was coming up. I found that to be a really interesting book. So again, that book, if you're just a TV nerd, top of the morning, inside the cutthroat world of morning TV, you could get, whoa, you could get that on Amazon today. Wiki, wiki. Uh, what, what was said about Ann Curry? I really, I've always liked her, and I feel like she was a very dignified lady. And then to see how, or to hear how he treated her, and I love the way she like pulled away when he went to hug her. Yeah. She was like, get off me, you creep. Loved it. Do you remember? Was anything um, of note? I just remember them talking about the awkward fit of it all and then the pressure of this just isn't working. And then how do you get rid of somebody after you just started somebody and you you laud them as like, and here's who we found. Mm. And then very early on, you realize Ann Curry was not. I think some of the, the, the common critique was she was not showing the warmth that is needed. The diversity in tone that is needed on a morning show where you will both talk about the hardest news that happened overnight and you will cook. Right. In the same show. Right, right. And so... Uh, You'll fly in a Peter Pan uh, costume. Yes, it's, it's all <laughs> going to be there. Um, but I don't know. I've read it eight years ago. Oh, okay. Really? Get out of my face. Okay. Oh, get out of yeah. my face! I ran into someone at the dog park the other day, and she goes, are you okay with Steve talking to you like that? <laughs> what? Who'd you run into? Who's my new enemy? Nobody. She likes you. She just wanted to make sure I was okay. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, boy, if they only knew the mistreatment that happens here—that when the mics are off, you would say Don is sexist, right, Don? <laughs> Don't put me in the middle of this. Yeah. Oh, um, you're funny, Steve. Here's another. I, I was okay. You can find both of these. I'll put both of these links up if you want to check them out. Kanye West opened something called the Donda Academy. What is what happens there? His mother's name is Donda. What Mm -hmm. he put it up? It's called the Donda Academy. Okay, and uh, it's apparently a school, and they just secured one of uh, one of the five star basketball recruits to go to the Donda Academy. Oh wow! That's a tweet. I'm leaving it out there for people. If you want to go look at the tweet and decipher it yourself, you can. Kanye West, the latest and greatest, is like I should open a school, so he's opening a school. Also, just saw this. Joaquin Phoenix has a new haircut. That, that uh, is hideous. Page six is trying to figure okay, out. Okay, wait, I Click want to see. Click on I don't, I don't know what. Click on the link, Donna, and tell uh, everybody what you like see. It's like he fell asleep at a party and his friends shaved the middle <laughs> yeah, of his head. Yeah, that's a good description. Where is the linky link link? Is linky in there? Hang on, let me get out of there. I see the Kanye linky. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we All go. right, Here I will see if I can describe there this to our go. listeners. And What do you think of that? Oh, no. Why? <laughs> well, I mean, doesn't it look like he fell asleep at a party and his friends shaved, shaved the, the middle, middle of his the head? The top of top his head middle, all yeah. the way to... Maybe he's got he's doing a movie role or something. It's got to be, right? Page Six is trying to figure it out. We liked Joaquin Phoenix when we saw his 60 Minutes interview with Anderson he's Cooper. He's lovely. Really yeah. sweet. Um, down to earth. But he, he rocked this, so he's no hair on top, hair around the side, like any tenured professor. And he was at the New York Film Festival and showed up like that. Now, now Joaquin Phoenix has yeah. a really nice head of hair when his hair is yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, it's really nice. So okay. they're trying to figure out: is this a movie? Yes, What's it's going a movie called Come On, Come On. Um, it's a black and white movie, and it's about a radio journalist named Johnny, 
who embarks on a cross-country trip with his young nephew. Uh, he's got a sister in this. November 19th. Hmm. All right. Wow. Oh, it's another movie that... Wait, that's responsible for the cut. Disappointment Boulevard. There you <laughs> that's go. the name of the cut. If you go to a yeah. barber, say, I want the Disappointment Boulevard, <laughs> exactly. and that's what you get. Oh, that's funny. All right, Dawn, have Bye, a great Dawn. day. Bye. Thank you. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster's coming in with a dirt alert, and then we'll have some music news to share with you up next.